Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You do the thing where you do the thing with the connection. That was a hit in the 80s, wasn't it? I don't remember that. That was a big hit in the 70s. I'm pretending. I'm not actually saying that that was a real song. But it sounds like the kind of tune you would hear back then. Like, you do the thing that you do the thing with the connection. And then, like, I'm off screen. I have no idea what's going on right now. Hey, guys, I got a new hat because my old hat looks like junk. It's got like, it's got like, it's getting all grimy. Probably from my sweaty head. It's hard to tell with the light. Oh, yeah. Because the light's bright. But this one, look! Look how much whiter this is. This one is. See, see this oh, one is kind of kind of gross. You can totally tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very very nice. new one. Yeah, and what's nice is that okay. most of the cost was like converting the the art. So this hat was actually relatively cheap. I was like, oh wow, it's only that much. That's that's great. I would have ordered it earlier. <laughs> I found the shirt that my mom got me for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, the, the it says um, I, I'll, I'll show it off with my poor quality Ubisoft PS3 camera. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> oh, it's oh, obviously yeah. backwards. Um, but it says uh, yeah, November November quarantine edition, twenty one years of being awesome. Nice. <laughs> uh-huh. Cool. 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 Ninety nine. Oh well. That was a rough year for me. That was a rough month for me, actually. You were. I was six. Ninety-nine. Why? Well, I, I was don't. in college. <laughs> I was six. I was in. I was in college. Um. I probably fell down a lot. Has my quality improved significantly? Yes. Good. Because I would hope so. Because this is now costing me money. <laughs> well, it's worth it because it's working. <laughs> I was gonna say, no, I, it technically already is. Yeah, I guess so, eh? Um, like, no, I, mean, yeah. I actually, I actually bumped up my phone plan with this call in 
Whoa, my screen just died. What the fuck? Yeah, I got jittery for a second, but you're okay. Keep going. What's going on here? Whoa! Bright, bright lights! Oh, okay, you guys are still there. You're exploding! My my <laughs> <laughs> Something's afoot at the, my, my at the truck stop. Something's yeah. afoot at the truck stop. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, guys. Hey, for vengeance app. <laughs> Welcome to the camper came back for vengeance. Back for vengeance. Uh, yeah. Oh fuck yeah, uh, yeah! I actually moved for for my safety, my own safety last night. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Crystal writes, "Hey app, what did you end up eating? Fingers crossed for the caviar pie." <laughs> that's that's derp. So, <laughs> so what what ended up happening hey, is um. I called the Chinese place, because that got the most votes. I called the Chinese place. They aren't open on Mondays. Uh, so I left them a very awkward voicemail. Scathing review. You can just hang up, you know. A scathing review on Yelp. <laughs> no, no, because it was ring, 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 then suddenly beep. There was no, there was no, like, please leave your message. It was just like, beep. I was like, what? Um, what? Uh, what? <laughs> uh, uh. uh <laughs> And so I called. I called the pizza place I normally go to. All right, thanks uh, for the sound. Just... Thank you. Eight months, dude. That's, that that's nuts. Hey. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's awesome. Thank so you so much. So I called much. the pizza. And it's worked out. Sorry, go ahead. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I got the. I, I called the pizza joint. I usually go. Uh, order from in this area they're backed up three hours so i would be getting my food like in 20 minutes that's nuts um, we had pizza and they got, they had it ready in 15 minutes well i called a greek place and they were like uh yeah we don't deliver to that truck stop and i was like what and i was like, like okay experiences so there. we don't trust those truckers it's possible fuck. <laughs> um so I ended up calling Domino's, and I got my Domino's in 20 minutes, and I gave the guy a $15 tip because Holy he crap. was super friendly, and he was the only one that, uh, that would show up. That's like a whole nother pizza. <laughs> you could, that was just like a you just double pizza. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice tip, dude. Yeah, I always tip like 20, 25%. Yeah, but that's like 100%. That's like a 100% tip. Like, not when you eat as good as I do, Tom. <laughs> How many pizzas did you eat? <laughs> Wait a minute. If that's twenty percent, then you ate. I can't do the math. I can't math this. You ate seventy-five dollars worth of pizza. Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good pizza. <laughs> Is that the first had, like, dab on the uh, lower cast? Because um, no, it's not. No, I, no it's not. Uh, it's happened uh, before. I, 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 I dab like six times every episode. No yes. one ever oh, comments of course on it. It was you, though. It was you, yeah. of course. Yeah. So that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I am true. the Lorecast dabbler. 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 I. Uh, I am no, the Lorecast. I don't know dabbler. that. I don't think that's how that works. But um, okay. Nope. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I wonder if we have anyone else joining us. This is a smaller group than than expected. Um, yeah, I almost didn't even make it. Yeah, I know some people can make it, but I thought by switching today we would we would be able to reach that some of the people who couldn't. Goal. Yeah, that was kind of so the goal. Good. That's fine. Uh, yeah, a couple of the a couple of the folks that wouldn't be wouldn't have been able to make it weren't still able to make it. Yeah, that's kind of what happened. But now we can have an intimate candlelit evening where it's uh, you know. Yeah, no, no it'll okay. be good. It'll still be fine. I just I just feel bad when people can't make it. So. 
I do my best. Yeah. I do my best to, you know, give everyone a shot. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll see about I'll see about lighting a candle. Hmm. Did you fart? Well, for the intimate candlelit uh, lore cast episode. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, oh my. Hold on a second, guys. I need to light a candle. What did you nothing. do? <laughs> there we go. There we go. Amy, how's it going? All right, you're muted. Why are you muted? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you, Beelzy Bub. <laughs> Beelzy Bub likes my jokes. Um, all right. Uh, Beelzy Bub's a great, a great dude. Yeah, yeah, he's he's super cool dude. This and by the way, he's, he's, he's a pizza guy, so you should be friends with him. Oh, hell yeah. Right? Yeah. Listen, solidarity for all drivers, yeah. y'all. Mm-hmm. And much appreciated deliveries during uh during quarantine oh, and yeah. lockdowns and stuff. So oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, super love out there to Bub. Bub is awesome. Love oh, to yeah. Bub. Bub love. <laughs> that's what I call him. Oh man, we need we need an emote that's like Bub love. Yeah, I need Bub love. I need I need more subscribers before I'm going to get any more emotes. But maybe one day we'll get there. Um, hey, I have open slots. So Bub love. Yeah, you should do a Bub love emote. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, what would that look like? Thanks for the idea, Tom. Like a pizza with devil <laughs> horns? Like, <laughs> yeah, with with the horns for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I have ideas already. So it's, it's cooking. <laughs> the pizzas in the. Oven. Oh, is this what this really like? This must get cut from the actual podcast. Yeah, this is the pre-show stuff. This is the pre-show stuff. And it's I think I'll probably include this in the uh, the patron episode since. Uh, We've been doing more talking before the show than we've been doing after the shows lately. So, yeah, as soon as you hit record, as soon as you as you play your little intro, we're Mm -hmm. all just gonna immediately forget how to talk. Right. It's like yeah. It's it's like I'm like okay, guys, let's start. I hit the intro, and then all of a sudden they're all actors from like Star Wars Episode One, and they're like. The Trade Federation is coming. We need to. And I'm like, guys, where did your personalities go? <laughs> or it'll just be like, uh, so, so aliens. Yeah. And then it'll be like, aliens. So, universe hey, aliens, right? I make yeah, my hair aliens. as tall as I can get it. Yeah, everyone poof up their hair as much as they can and go, aliens. At the moment, I mean, my yeah. hair just kind of poofs. Anyway. Yeah, mine doesn't get that oh, high. Here. Yeah, App's got the hair for it. There you go. Yeah! I want to keep my hat on. App! Aliens. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's good. That's great. That's awesome. That was awesome. All right. Well, you guys ready to start? I'm going to do a little wiggly arm thing for no reason. Are you ready to start? So we're all doing that I guess that's a yes. Oh, oh, I'm... I'm, Do this this if you're ready. All right. <laughs> Liam Neeson's all of the wait, 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 wait. Toasty, toasty. All of the acting in episode one is is bad because the directing was bad, not because they're bad actors. They weren't except directed for, well. Oh, and the, no, and, except for except for Palpatine. Except for Palpatine. I'm sorry. Uh, Ian McDermott sold yeah, every right. scene he was in. Okay, he he right. chose the scenery, but he's I mean, supposed. To, Jar Jar so. was good too. Um, boy. Well, that's a controversial opinion right there. Everyone's like, everyone's like, mm, Tom drops a bomb. What? Everybody dislikes that, Tom. Everyone's like, mm, we're not going to watch this show anymore. That. Good luck, Tom. Man, I know how to push you guys. Well, Tom, how dare you, Jay Fish says. All right. Uh, all right. You guys ready? Now that, now that you're all pissed off, let's do this.
The show is brought to you by our generous patrons at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. Robots Radio presents the Fallout Lorecast. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast, a place for the Fallout community to come together to explore the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. Welcome, friends. Back to the Fallout Lorecast. Lainey's shaking her head already. Uh, <laughs> we're having a wacky time already in the pre-show. Um, and if, you, <laughs> if you're not one of the patrons and you're not getting the uh, episodes with some of the extended content, then you're absolutely missing out. Welcome back to the Fallout Lorecast. We are here with our patrons. That's why it's been so wacky already, because I don't think all of I don't think we can all get together in the same voice call or video game or whatever without wackiness happening. Um, and of course, you guys know how I how I do. Um, but I am your host, Tom Robots. I'm back as usual with my co-host, Lainey or Neos Pandora. Lainey, how's it going? Welcome back. Hello. Hello. It's going good. 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 Um I think your gain might be up a little high. You're a little crunchy in the voice. So I don't know if maybe you can adjust it down a little bit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Give me a second. So we're doing some, we're doing some middle of the show prep stuff going on here. So while she's adjusting her audio, I'm going to welcome our patrons who are able to join me tonight. Welcome back patrons. We've got aperture flash in his truck. Hey guys, how you doing tonight? How's it going, buddy? Oh, just keeping the shiny side up as always. (laughs) The shiny side up. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Shiny side up, dirty side down, as always. How are you, Tom? How I'm you good. Today? I also have a shiny side and a dirty side. I need to go take I'm, a shower. I'm, sh- I'm sure. All right. So we have also Fire Rider Fire. How's it going? Hello. It's going good. 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 <laughs> Welcome. And Nunamur. Nunamur is back. Hello. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> Hello. How's it going, everybody? Everybody gets so tame. Every- Once we're in the show, they're just like, they're so polite. <laughs> Hello. Well, Tom, I'm, I'm happy to tell a tell a brief recap of why my name is uh, only one gecko because you if, know if you want that was a yeah what what's yeah the deal with that? it was it was it was really rough you know the the previous band that I was managing the fire geckos um, <laughs> they broke up so oh, it's no. it's a shame yeah but but one of the geckos joined my new band and it's just only one gecko now yeah just one gecko just one yeah. gecko. Yeah, we we haven't got to the point where he hasn't stopped eating the entire audience, so mm-hmm. that's a problem. It's mm-hmm. a little hard building a fan base. So maybe maybe Tom, you can talk to me about that. We can uh, I'll, workshop I'll and figure I'm, out how to promote this band, get the, get this off the ground. You know, yeah. With Stick my experience in New Vegas, I'm a little bit apprehensive about fire geckos because every time they see me, they just get up on those back little legs and they look so cute, and then they run at me like this, yeah, and then they attack me, and then that's no good. So. Well, if it makes you feel any better, these are fire geckos from Fallout 2, so. Oh, okay. Well, that's a little bit better than... Um, <laughs> They're a little more pixelated. <laughs> that's a little bit less scary, I guess. Um, <laughs> well, wonderful story. Thank you. And uh, welcome also to Saber. Saber, what's up? How's it going, buddy? Good. I'm back from the back rooms. <laughs> back from the back rooms? That's scary. Yeah. Uh, that's an inside joke. I was go running through with Nunamur's chat. Oh, I wasn't I wasn't aware of that one. Well, I hope that yeah. means good things. Aperture's yeah. pointing and smiling, so maybe he's in it on the joke. Um, I mean, I, I'm pointing and smiling at the cat, but I have, as a person oh. who's been trapped in the back rooms, I good work. <laughs> good work. 
Nice. Well, welcome back, everybody. It's so nice to have you guys here. We are discussing this week uh, a little bit about some of the some of the information that was leaked or not really leaked was revealed about this next year of content for Fallout 76. And as we know, with the content that's coming up, they're wrapping up the Steel Dawn stuff with the Brotherhood. And then they gave us a little bit of a tease as to what we can expect with the storyline come, say, the fall ish time frame. And it looks like we are getting more aliens stories. Aliens. Can you do the aliens thing through the hair? App can do aliens. He's, you know, you guys know the aliens guy. There he goes. Yes. Aliens. He's making his hair fly up in the air. Um, so I'm excited about this. I think aliens in Fallout is one of the really fun little side things that show up every so often. And of course, there's, you know, there's they've been hinting at it a little bit through some of the stuff that you can find in Fallout 76. And of course, there was the mother mothership Zeta expansion to Fallout 3. So and, and I believe all of the games have had some sort of crashed ship or bodies or things like that. I believe all of them, if that's if that's correct, have had something. So we're going to discuss today our thoughts on aliens and fallout. Does it really fit in? Do we like the aliens? How do we feel about them? Where do we think things might go when it comes to a story? Is there going to be more of a reveal about how they were involved with the history of human beings and maybe the Great War? Like, what are your thoughts on this? Would anybody like to kick us off with some of your thoughts? All right, Nunamur. Nunamur wants to, it's coming up to bat. Welcome, yeah, I'm coming Nunamur. in hot. I'm coming in hot with a hot take. Yeah, give us your hot take. How do you feel about aliens? The aliens are the most important faction in fallout the most important and, faction in fallout wow yeah. that's that, that is a hot take okay so uh, explain to us why this is what what's going on what's going on here apps apps making faces okay. um yeah yeah laney's laney's <laughs> making a face like you're, you're getting faces here yeah all right so um i am of the school of thought that the aliens started the great war whether they launched both sides of nukes or one side to see what would happen for funsies or manipulated the or manipulated humans. events. Yeah. Lots of mm -hmm. different factors. I, I, I believe that whether or not they caused it, they were definitely at play. Um, and so just the very origin of the universe itself, you know, besides, you know, time divergence, um, you know, the reason why there's a wasteland in my opinion is most likely the, the aliens. Um, obviously there were human forces at work that had to be, in the position they were in, but uh, that's that's where I'm coming at overall. But then beyond that, we know that alien technology was being retro, um, what's the word, retrofitted or whatever, yeah. you know, um, to uh, to make a lot of the technology that we see in Fallout. It reverse, explains a are lot. Are you saying reverse engineered? Is that the word you're really There it is, reverse yeah. engineered. Yeah, right. that a lot of the technology, um, possibly even pre-war, was retrofitted from alien technology and and we know that canonically too we know the enclave did that we know the brotherhood did that uh the fact that they're in every single game they're in every single game in different capacities you know in fallout one and two it was just skeletons in a crashed ship right but in fallout two you could actually get some some good stuff you know but um it's been in the lore all along it's in every it's even in uh there's an alien plot line in shelter and follow shelter okay so, yeah see I'm, I'm not sure about that stuff like that because I, I played shelter but i yeah. didn't get i played so early that there wasn't a lot in the way of like the the quests you can go out and do 
Um, so I didn't actually get to experience a lot of that stuff. So that's interesting to know that. that uh, thank you for yeah. that info. That's cool. I think Tactics might be the only game. I didn't check that one. Uh, mm-hmm. They may, may not be in Tactics, but everything else, <laughs> there's aliens for sure. Yeah. So, okay. So you are of the aliens are behind it all camp. And there's a, there's evidence for this. There are ways of, of, you know, and this is very early on in the, in the show in the, like the first and second episode where I talk about the great war and how this is one of the potential things that could have been behind the great war. We go over that really, really early on. And I find that, um, an interesting perspective because it, it, uh, I don't know. It makes, I, I can see good things that come from this and also problems with that. So for example, mm-hmm. if the brotherhood is worried that humanity is going to misuse technology and it wasn't ultimately humanity's fault that led to the end of everything, then do, should they really be worried about that? Like, does that, does that kind of nullify their justification? Okay. This is also, this comes, uh, this is highly informed by my perspective as being starting with fallout one. Because um, there was, and I, I saw Laney raising her hand, so just just so you know. But um, just to finish this thought, um, mm-hmm. so uh, one of the things that there were uh, several things I felt kind of got gone went in different directions after the transfer, you know, to to Bethesda, which is going to happen because there's different people with their hands on the lore. Um, so. I really feel like that everything you just said Mm -hmm. about it nullifying a lot of the, you know, points of Fallout is very much in line with the sense of humor of Fallout 1, 2, and Tactics. Very much. Yeah. And that sort of nihilistic um, edge was what was softened when it came over to Bethesda. And there's still tons of nihilism, don't get me wrong. Sure. And the sense of humor is still there. And there's tons of the DNA of the sense of humor that I see in all the Bethesda games. But um, that is very Fallout 1 and 2. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially. You know, yeah, you come to find out much. that all of these problems are, not, you know, humanity has just been being played this whole time. And that but, so much of the conflict is really not even their fault. But the, the things it says about humanity are, are, are still true because it, it, society was on the brink. And I am also of the frame of mind that the Great War would have happened anyway. Yeah. But, but here's the, the bigger picture, though, is what if society was on the brink because of other things the aliens were doing in the background? What if what if it wasn't just the catalyst to the bombs dropping? What if they were manipulating events and nations and people against each other for years and years and years and years before that? And we're constantly keeping humans in a state of conflict with each other in order to weaken us to make sure that we never did become an advanced spacefaring technology focused you know, civilization. Well, they would have reason to. A mother, Mothership Zeta kind of proves that point. You know, um, you go in there, one man army or one woman army or one person army, and you yeah. destroy everything, you know? Uh, so if a single vault dweller can do that, then maybe they had a reason to. But I, I do I do think that the meddling in human affairs was subtle. I don't think it was right. over. Right. All right. So Aperture and Laney have some thoughts here. App, why don't you go ahead and start? You're a guest. You're one of our guests. <laughs> well, I'm inclined to 
agree, but in a very tangential way. I think they are responsible, but in like a chaos theory kind of way. Because okay. they are responsible for the first canon divergence when they uh, abducted that samurai. Right. And then that cowboy. And I feel like uh, I feel like all the technology that was garnered from aliens was done by mistake. Like, the aliens in this universe are notoriously bad pilots. They're constantly crashing. <laughs> right. They're constantly crashing. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um... Now, so do you think, do you think that's covered. just due to their own ineptitude, or do you think that maybe there's more than just that single alien group, and they're just the ones who are bad at fighting against the other ones, and they're the ones who keep getting shot well, down? I, or <laughs> I look at I look at it this way: you know, the first time you hit a snowstorm in Colorado, it's it's like nothing you've ever driven in before. What's to say the first time you fly through Earth's atmosphere? Sure, uh, they're just. They don't have their snow tires, as it were. Right. Or, you know? or here, well, here's another perspective. Who's to say that the aliens are as united as we would assume they are? What if there are different factions among that one alien race? And they're, well, and they're vying for control or manipulation of Earth for our resources or whatever. Well, wasn't it said that all the ships that crashed onto Earth were from that one particular mothership? I think that's, uh, there's... I think there was in three. Yeah, but then, but then again, who's to say that there wasn't another conflict, like another faction that was shooting those ships down, that was sabotaging them, or ruining, sure. or even internal to that ship, like an internal hidden group that was sabotaging the events of what was going on because they disagreed with what the leadership was doing or something like that, and they were making it difficult, and that's what made the aliens look inept. Like, I, I could think from a, like a, from like a writer's standpoint, I could come up with a number of different ways of justifying this and say like yeah this is the this is what it looks like based on the this much amount of evidence we have but really the bigger picture is there's this other thing going on you know mm -hmm. can i can i say something on i i i definitely agree with the ununified <laughs> alien i think they are definitely a force of chaos um and that they are um they they seem that way you know they seem mm -hmm. very mean-spirited uh -huh. um yeah they make that very little sound and then they get angry at you and they <laughs> i mean some of the things you learn about them just they just seem mean-spirited in a very unevolved unscientific cultural way where you know in order to you know get to the level of everything they are you would think you know they hopefully have figured some stuff out you right. know but it seems like maybe space is the bigger wasteland and aliens are going around there in different their own factions you know i called i did start yeah. saying faction but i meant you know like a general concept you know of, sure. of a group but sure. i do think that you know it, it most likely is that way and that you know different missions different you know, groups that crash in different places and whatnot. It's all kind of just chaos, right. you know, but what if, if there's a mothership, there's some sort of organization, at least of that group. That's true. What if, and here's just another potential concept. What if the tech, because you're right, when you meet them, they seem very incompetent. They seem very emotional and very reactionary and very incompetent. What if they did not design that technology? What if they, uh, conquered whatever race designed that technology and are now using it to their own their own ends just like we would do if we were to have conquered them and 
the technology remained functional. We would, I mean, you watch a, a show like Stargate, right? Like how many times did the humans take like the Gould mothership or something and then they took use of it and then flew across the galaxy, right? Using somebody else's technology. The assumption of the, the, the people on the planet they go and visit would be, oh, that's their technology, right? Because they don't, you don't know any better. You don't know anything about the design aesthetics and how technology works or if this, you know, race of aliens would be able to design this or are smart enough to have created it or are old enough to have created it, those kinds of things. You wouldn't know any of that. You would only have the picture of this is the group and these are the vehicles they came in. And so you'd make assumptions about this must be their stuff. They must have designed it. Just another funny thing to throw out there. I know Lainey's been waiting to kind of chime in on some stuff. What are you thinking, Lainey? Um, well, I can take this back to the the Brotherhood question that you asked. And um, and I know that we talked about like, oh, maybe it's just nihilistic, right? It's so tragic. What if they really are trying to protect people from people problems when aliens are the real problem? Like that is really sad and scary. But you have to think when you see that they've been abducting people from as far back as the samurai. And when you see that they crash frequently and obviously we have their technology, it's impossible to acknowledge that they exist. So the Brotherhood would have to know that they exist. So maybe that is part of the technology that they're trying to protect people from, right? Um, so mm -hmm. just another thought. And then also, um, I, think, I think it's interesting, um, you know, when you talk about having different factions of aliens. And when I did the original research for our alien episode, uh -huh. like a couple months ago, uh, when you look at any, anything written about the aliens in Fallout that is like actually canon, there's a clear distinction between the like Zayden aliens uh -huh. and other aliens um and even though they do look the same which makes me think that there definitely has to be multiple factions because otherwise why wouldn't they just call them all zadens right why are there mm -hmm. different kinds different labels know? right yeah yeah or even the flatwoods monster like right you look at it in fallout 76 and if you look at the the character model or you get close enough to kind of peer into the suit and kind of clip through it you can see that it's got like the tiny little legs and the little arms but it looks different than the other Zaytans. It now is it genetically designed to be different? Is it a different subspecies of them? Is it a different alien? And you know, completely. Um, these are all things that we don't really know. And there could be so much more around this that we that is yet to be revealed. Yep. Uh oh. We're not getting any any sound. We're missing your sound. It looks like it's trying to come through, but it's not coming through. Oh, and by the way, while you... Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go. You're good. You're All good. Right. Um, I'm going to disagree with you on the... the um, you saying that they seem very emotional and, and incompetent. I'm going to... Okay. Yeah, they seem emotional, but what they when you're up on their ship, they struck me as a group of people who are... They came here with a mission, and they've been here for way too long. Okay, it's so the they're, same like, as a <laughs> they're like yeah, burned they, out. They, they, yeah, they're burned out. They came here. They were. They had a, a goal. They they were doing their scientific work. I mean, you could see that they had some very sophisticated technology. And you know, I hate to bring it back to this argument, but we're on the internet, so it always comes back. To Nazis. They were performing similar <laughs> experiments with Nazis. Oh yeah, yeah, hoping that they could pull off. Yeah, um, they were doing genetic experimentation on humans like that. Yeah, that is something that is, seems very, very clear. It also seems like maybe we were doing genetic experimentation on them as well. 
based on some of the things that you can find remaining around in Appalachia. I don't I know. Wouldn't know. There's, <laughs> yeah, there, there, there are. Uh, so some of the bunkers in Fallout 76, there appear to be what used to be some sort of scientific medical bunkers with uh, the remains of what might be things that were used to, I don't know, check out aliens. There's also alien okay. bodies in uh, one of the vaults, I believe. One of the vaults. I'm, I'm coming up uh, blank on this one. But there, there is some stuff in there that le leads you to go, okay, wait, what else is going on here? Um, and, of course, the Flatwoods monster. So there, there's already some stuff in there. But, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe they're just burnt out. Maybe they're just, you know, they've just been... Yeah, they know. They know what they're doing. They just don't care anymore. And infighting has been their their doom. Maybe, 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 maybe they are as, uh, maybe they maybe infighting is as much of a problem for them as it is for humans. And why would we assume otherwise? Yeah, uh, Nunamur. I hit the wrong button there. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, no so, um. Hold on one second here. Sorry about that. All right. So, um, yeah, a couple things uh, that were mentioned. Um, one is like, as far as like what App was saying, um, I uh, I base my characterization of them on more than just the way the character models act and speak. You know, it's more like their their course of history of involvement with with humanity. Um, so, you know, that's that's one aspect of that. But um, we do know that there are other alien species. We just haven't necessarily seen them or seen them confirmed. You know, we don't know about the Flatwoods monster, you know, canonically yet. So we're not 100 percent sure of that. Um, but then uh, I forget what the third thing was, but it was uh, something you were talking about with the. Uh, the. Uh, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll tell It'll you when it comes back. back to me. It'll come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. I'll come back around to it. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Okay, okay. Uh, Lainey, you said you you kind of raised your hand like you had something too. Yeah, I was looking into the the Flatwoods monster a little bit more to try and see you know if we do know anything else about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and people are pretty certain that it's a deformed zine. Yeah, it doesn't so, look like a regular right. Zayton. It looks like it's right, but there, but that it is that kind of alien, like the same, you know, from it has a similar head. Yeah, right. Uh, which is interesting, and I don't know. So the whole point of the Flatwoods monster, right, is that it's coming down to collect research, basically, and take it back up. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny to think that perhaps you know after the Mothership Zeta incident, they aren't they aren't abducting anymore. They're just, they're going down to the source instead. <laughs> well, the Mothership Zeta incident would have been 200 years later oh, than yeah. the events of 76. Yeah. So, Oh, interesting. Wait, so why did, huh? It's yeah. funny. Well, maybe that's part of their process. <laughs> maybe they're, maybe they're, you know, going down for research, abducting oh, people, you know bringing them back up, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You have to think, okay, so think about when we investigate planets, we aren't always sending people to them. We're sending, oh, sure. uh, like, probes. Ro yeah like Ro robots rovers and yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so it would make sense to send something down and i guess if they don't have <laughs> we have lots of robots but maybe they've never used a robot before you know so they send down is, some weird formed yeah. alien and said how do you get chosen for that they're like you'd fit in this weird <laughs> almond suit you don't yeah. have any legs 
Nekamata in chat says he thinks they're the Zayton kids. <laughs> Maybe as a kid, you have to prove yourself as, you know, and go down to the surface of Earth and like poke around and do some research. And then you can grow up and be a full fledged oh Zayton grown up on the ship. Yeah, Nunamur. That's kind of funny because that, uh, that's how the um, the responders, when they have kids or they have kids in their group, they're like, oh, you can like participate in some. So like safe researchy tasks uh-huh. <laughs> until you come of age. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Nunamur, you had something? Yeah, it, the thing came back to me, but uh, real quick, um, they actually did have robots. They had, um, they called them drones. So they did have robot technology, mm-hmm. um, but um, it was about pre-war. Uh, aliens did, uh, towards the end of the pre-war history, aliens did become somewhat public knowledge. Um, not public public, but at least like within most government officials, people were becoming more in the know. There were a lot of conspiracy theories going around that the government actually directly responded to. So um, people were accusing the government of using alien technology pre-war. So, and it wasn't just tinfoil hat people screaming, you know, at at the ground. It was, Mm -hmm. you know, or screaming on the History Channel. Um, It was, uh, you know, regular folks that were, you know, hearing things and reporters reporting and probably getting in a lot of trouble for doing so, you know. But, um, But yeah, so it was actually... The, the information was out there. Right. So the truth is out there. <laughs> so here, here's another concept that occurs to me, because as, as we've been thinking through this and previous to us getting together, I was thinking through aliens and what, what their involvement might be in those kinds of things. What if... Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What if human beings were getting too close to uh, successful uh, space travel? Like we have, uh, where was it? In New Vegas, we have the rockets that were, um, that uh, the ghouls want to use, right? In order to like blast off and get off the planet. Um, So we have, we have the technology on the planet for uh, a lot of research involved with things like space travel and, and those kinds of things. Maybe we were getting too close to it. And they decided to stop us from leaving Earth or from being a starfaring race because that's part of their plan. I mean, that, that could be another piece of the puzzle. Laney? I think that would make perfect sense um, if it, you know, if that was something that they planned about the aliens or whatever, because the timing makes sense. You have to think the Cold War and the space race, mm-hmm. right? we were going places and they maybe they really didn't like it you know yeah 
it would have maybe been we were becoming a threat to intervene. Yeah. yeah yeah i want to hear what uh we, pie man was able to join us welcome pie man and um fire hasn't chimed in too much do either of you guys have any thoughts on this so far and saber saber hasn't said a whole, had a whole lot uh, and, yeah this isn't a topic i know a lot about so i'm uh-huh. actually just kind of listening and uh you know when things click it's like oh yeah okay oh that makes sense okay yeah that could be a thing yeah and you guys know me i love to speculate on this stuff as if i was like one of the writers that could be like oh and then this thing happens and then this is what's actually going on here um but like do you have uh, from let's move from like a, a story perspective to a gameplay perspective do you have uh do you like coming across aliens and fall do you feel like it fits in with the world do you feel like pie man's got some thoughts on this what do you what do you think pie man I do. I got big thoughts. Big brain moment here. I just had big brain moment. All right. Big brain moment. Drop it. Drop it on us. Big brain. So, so what I was thinking was, um, maybe these aliens were like, um, sorry. Maybe these aliens were like, um, oh, they see us. Maybe they created us, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I'm behind the ball on this and everything. And we just evolutionized a different way than everyone else. Right. What if they were somehow behind the creation of humanity and they go back far enough into our history that we were that we've always been some sort of experiment of theirs. Right. That could totally be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. That's why. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Pie Man. Do you have you have more? Yeah. That's why when we see in the mothership Zeta DLC and Fallout, I think it was three. Three. I always get my I always get my fallout mixed up. Uh, Three. how, How they always they bring back different genres like, you know, like the samurai, the, the military men from Anchorage, all those people. It's just not one specific person, you know, from a specific time. It's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Different cultures, different people, different time periods. Yeah, totally. I, 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 you might you might be hitting on something there. Fire, you had something to add? Okay, now I have something to contribute. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, we do have some evidence for that, for them going kind of all the way back, and it's the secret of Cabot House. Uh, okay, yeah, the yeah. artifact, and the guy goes looking, finds the, the city that predates all human civilization, and finds the artifacts there, brings it back, gives them more immortality, and it's made pretty clear throughout there that this is supposedly the work of aliens, mm-hmm. and there doesn't seem to be any evidence to the contrary. Right, and we, we do have a... There's the other side of uh, the the creepy, mysterious part of Fallout is always this like ancient gods thing. Like, did we delve too deep into the past, into the history, into the occult? Um, but to say that that isn't also aliens. I mean, why why couldn't it be right? Like an ancient god could be a powerful extraterrestrial presence. You might find out more about the interloper in uh, 76 and stuff once yeah. the aliens. So, yeah. Yeah, all of that stuff could be tied together. So, man, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this because I, I really like the alien side of it. And, and it fits into this whole retro future kind of thing. You know, the whole 1960s thrown into the future concept of like, you know, these gray, big headed aliens and, you know, B movies with them going meh, meh, and shooting their ray guns and stuff. Right. But um, how do you guys feel about the alien uh, technology in the game? Because this is one of those things that we we only get a little bit of. We get like a ray gun. We get like, don't we have like a bigger ray gun in Fallout 3? Isn't there like the rifle variant of that or something? I'm trying to remember. App, you've got some thoughts on this. Well, okay, so you, you, you get the pistol, 
mm-hmm. get their rifle, right? And then there is a salvaged um, like battle cannon that okay. is basically a gun, but um, space age wooey technology. Um, and there's also their uh, probes. I mean, uh, their stun batons. <laughs> yeah, the stun batons. Uh, right, right. Um, but what if what if we had other variants of these weapons? What if we were to come across another a, a bigger crash ship with more weapons and things that we could use in Fallout 76? What about uh, spacesuits or armor or things that could be incorporated into power armor that come from a technology beyond ours? Well, we already have we already have that though, Tom. I mean, we've been incorporating it. All, all, all laser rifles and everything right, is right. alien tech. That's true. It's true. I mean, it, it comes, the core of it is alien tech. But what if there was, what if there was other stuff that is new that we could then begin integrating into human stuff? Lainey? I like the idea of having armor that you could get that looks similar to Flatwoods monster armor. Yeah. Like the purple with like, maybe like a big astronaut helmet. That'd be so cool. That would be really cool. And, and it, you know, it would give you radiation protection and, you know, that kind of stuff, just like any other suit like that could. Um, Nunamur? Yeah, just real quick. Um, in the, like, gameplay technology aspect, if you think about it, like, uh, an alien blaster is often one of the most powerful weapons in the game. Mm-hmm. The alien attack te- tends to knock everything off, you know, the scale i mean is off the scale compared to everything else so you know if that's where 76 is going to go with this it could be some really interesting things that are beyond because it wouldn't be that uh reverse engineering it would have the full potential Mm. so armor and things like that that could potentially come you know down the road with that story stuff is um might be really interesting and really powerful what if incorporating alien technology into current weapons and armor is what gives you the fourth star in your legendary it kind of just you know upgrades things beyond what we would capably be able to do ourselves right yeah (laughs) pie man's doing the explodey brain thing like what if that's that or what if this leads to end game content that is more difficult than any of the other content we've been able to do but also gives you rewards that are just that extra tier better than the other things that you're able to get but takes a lot more coordination and work with a team kind of like a trial or a a raid dungeon or you know that kind of stuff so eleni do we know who invented teleportation in the fallout universe because I don't know. That's a good I'm question. I'm thinking of like Fallout 4, right? In order to get in and out of the Institute, they had to teleport you. Right. And something the Flatwoods monster can do consistently is teleport. Mm-hmm. Is that alien technology as well? That would be crazy. I don't see why not. Um, uh, so, yeah, Fallout 4, you have the Institute. It's the the outgrowth of, you know, MIT research, you know, the, the leading minds in the world at the time of the Great War, as Nunamur has said. There was very, very clear implications that we were already using alien technology and studying it. Who would be studying it? But those people, where would they leave that information? But to the people that ended up becoming the Institute. Right. So that that would make sense. Um, Even the synths and the synth guns, I'm sure, have some connection to alien technology at their core. It would make sense. I I think that there's there could be a lot going on there. Um, uh, Saber. Join us. (laughs) <laughs> um, one of the cool things that I think that 
honestly what could possibly happen is what if we had used the teleportations like the brotherhood of steel um like missions where you do with the four people Mm-hmm. But we're going to an alien spaceship. The daily ups. I was going to go there. I was. I, this is where I was going to go. I had, I had this all planned out in my head. Like, okay, maybe ask this question, then go here, then go here. And I was going to throw that one out there. Yeah, because in uh, daily ops, you just kind of like you leave the map you're in, you go into a new map, right? But even if you go into a, a vault or um, certain underground locations or certain buildings, you're going into an instanced location. In the, the the technology of the game takes you out of the main world of the server and puts you in an instance place with only specific people and only specific things going on. So who's to say that that doesn't mean that there isn't something that happens in the fall when they introduce this, where all of a sudden you get beamed up by a spaceship and now you're in a different map? Or what if what if the aliens like what if the information they got back from the Flatwoods monster was these people are crazy and they're nuking each other at everything. We have to launch an assault on them now to stop them from blowing us up. And we have to man an assault back and it takes us onto a spaceship and we end up in space. You know, like it could be any of that stuff. You could totally work that in the current engine in the way that the game works. I think that's brilliant. I, I think you're right. I think that could very much be a thing. What do you guys think? You think this is likely or do you think this is another like Tom's got some crazy ideas here? Uh, Pie man. Man's gonna chime in as soon as he's unmuted. What do you think, Pie Man? Uh oh. Oh, oh, there you I are. I think it's sort of likely. Yeah, sorry. I, I you're switched good. over. Yeah, you're good now. You, you think it's sort of likely? Like, like there's potential in this idea? Like it might happen? Yeah, I think there is potential in this idea because just how how Fallout seventy six the game is going where it's going, they, they got to involve aliens some, somewhere, somehow. You know, in Fallout, New Vegas, there's... I think there's aliens, I'm not sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you, were, uh, you weren't here for the beginning of our conversation, but we did kind of recap that aliens no. show up in all the main games and have already shown up in 76 in a little ways, but their roadmap is showing that it's going to that the, the thing, the expansion in the fall will be focused on aliens. So the story is going to be focused on them but the question is, like, you know, is this going to take us into space? Like, do you think we'll end up in space? I think when you're talking about aliens, the only thing I could think of is when Mother, Mother, uh, Mothership Zeta. Yeah. Yeah. When we're going up into space, I think that they'd probably do something similar to that. But on a bigger, grander scale, since it's the Fallout 76. Okay. And in that engine. All right. So even and, bigger and than Mothership like Zeta? Yeah, you know, like a big old hmm. egg. Like the mothership mothership. Like more, more. <laughs> yes. Yes. Big old mothership with, with new weapons, may, maybe different fusion cores for your power armor. Yeah, you know, that could be a thing, like improved fusion cores. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, improved fusion cores. The, the sky's the limit with this alien, with the alien what they're going to do for Fallout 76 at this point. Totally. Nunamur, you had something you wanted to share. Yeah, if we're going into full theory, what it's going to be for 76. Sure, why not? What if it was uh, infiltrate a ship and destroy it? Oh my mission. god, yeah. What if and that you, was it? You and your team have to get in there, accomplish certain tasks, and then get out, and you have to get out like like similar to getting out of the cave for an Earl fight. 
you know, you have to, you have to get out before it's destroyed. Right. What if, and, what if you, you know, have that to would have, be pretty fun. <laughs> what if you have to have power armor or some sort of equivalence to reduce your fall speed? Because power armor, you can just kind of jump out of things and land, right? So what if what if the sh- you jump out of the ship as it's like exploding behind you and fall to Earth? I know that's a little Tom, nuts, I, but that would be awesome. I was, I was thinking more the you get to like a teleporter or you get to like an oh, escape man. pod. You fall to Earth you from You fall space. to Earth from space. Power armor is awesome, but that's maybe pushing it a oh, little bit. So I don't good. know. Yeah, you get a little jetpack on the back too, so it reduces your fall speed. So you're like as you come down but like the camera the camera zooms out right and you see like I'm, the spaceship and then you see you see every like the, the four of you just go out the hatch and then it goes and blows up into little pieces and then you all fall to earth and then you all land on the ground and then all the legendary gear just goes blah 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 blah, blah around you because it fell also out of the spaceship come on this is really this is my face and this is my voice, but inside I'm screaming in astrophysics right now. Screaming in astrophysics. Oh, of course, of course, of course. There's, this is ridiculous. This is a very cartoony thing, but um, but I think that's why I like it. Now, I don't know that that would make actual sense in the game. I'm I'm being uh, a little bit ridiculous and extreme here, but um, but your concept of beating a ship, like destroying the ship, could make a lot of sense. Do you think here's another question? We have a storyline based around uh, the Brotherhood of Steel and Steel Dawn, right? And that's going to continue. And that is focused and Laney and I have been doing episodes on this. So uh, spoilers if you haven't listened to those episodes or played Fallout 76. But it has to do with um, the Atlas Observatory and the manipulation of weather, the technology that allows you to manipulate weather. Do you think that that is going to have anything to do with the aliens? Do you think that that storyline is going to be a like a carry through, like, are the aliens interested in that technology? Are they behind it? Do you think that there's going to be some connection there? App? Short answer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just, just yes. You think it'll be a continuation? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, because you know, uh, the weapons are, are alien tech. The, the stealth is alien tech. The life support that fallout has is li- is alien tech. It would, it would stand to reason that the weather control is alien tech, mm-hmm. you know, it, if if the society is advanced enough to travel across the cosmos, it's not so out of the question that they're advanced enough to control their own weather. So why not ours? So Paladin Romani's like, so we're getting uh, readings coming in, and and Night Shin is like, oh crap, what is it? More raiders? And then Paladin Romani's like, no Shin, it's from the sky, round ships from the sky. They're gonna bomb the Atlas Observatory, and then Shin's like. I got this. And then he rallies you as a group and then you guys teleport onto the ship and then try to blow it up before it comes and blows up the Atlas Observatory. Again, this I is a don't little know cartoony. Are, but, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nunamur's got some thoughts on this one. Yeah, just um, the the idea of them using uh, uh, alien technology say, to make the satellites mm-hmm. that that technology was going to be based on or use and that that those satellites give off a you know a, a transmission they send out a transmission because you know humanity is yet again messing with technology that it shouldn't be and it sends out this you know this wave out and it reaches and it's taken this much this long for them to respond to it you know it's been um what is this supposed to be it's uh third 
30 years? How, how long is it? Uh, yeah, it's like 2103 or something. 20, the game 20 right okay, now. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, 25, 25, yeah. So, you know, it takes them that amount of time to get here. Maybe, you know, they've been coming here from before the pre-war and it's a different you know, different race, maybe a different alien race or a different faction within the Zetans, you know? So uh, I think there's definitely something to that because it would make, it would make a lot of, you know, science fiction sense. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Okay. So here's another one. I've got another one for you. Uh, in the events of Fallout 76, so much of it is revolving around the Scorched Plague and the Scorched Plague has a significant uh, and major effect on the biology of uh, creatures in the wasteland and it doesn't seem to um, care you know like for example coronavirus jumped from uh, most likely birds to humans right but it it can infect your dog your dog's not going to get the coronavirus right um the scorch plague is caught by everything and anything humans bats you know mammals reptiles it, it doesn't matter everything catches the scorched virus what if that is what they're interested in? Because like we talked about before, we know that they've been doing genetic manipulation on humans or at least testing. What if this scorched plague is a virus that they've never seen before and they're now choosing to be involved with that? Uh, a saber hasn't gone a whole lot. Let's do saber first and then pie man. As always with my tinfoil hat, I will say it's <laughs> always the alien's fault. <laughs> you think the scorched plague was the aliens fault? I mean, we know it has, I mean, we know it had to do with the enclave like that. It was something the enclave were doing, but who knows? Maybe the, the core of that technology was again, based on alien stuff. Aliens. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> a- a- every time, every time we say aliens, aperture flash needs to go like this. Aliens needs to do that <laughs> with the hair. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Um, pie man. What did you think? So what were you saying? You were gesturing oh, at your head. You were saying something. Yeah, yeah, I'm putting on my tinfoil hat also. Okay, got it. I I also I also think that the scorched are massively the other way around. Let me phrase that. Aliens, yeah. I long and short of it, I do agree. Aliens. <laughs> okay, long short of it, you agree. Aliens, aliens are interested in the scorched and what's going on with that. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. I think that I think that's all of my questions about this. Do you guys have any other thoughts on aliens and the involvement of them or what you would like to see happen or things that you would be interested in getting a reveal about? Lainey? Um, I would like to add that Aperture put in the chat scorched aliens, scorched which I aliens. Think is interesting. And I think that Can if you, you consider that they've been sending aliens down. Uh huh. What if it caught it? You know, what if it came back carrying the scorch plague and we have aliens coming to Earth that maybe they wouldn't have done. Maybe they wouldn't have come and been angry otherwise. But now they're infected Mm -hmm. and they're just, you know, the the scorch plague does what the scorch plague does. There is no scorched Flatwoods monster in the game. There's no scorched flatwoods monster. No, there's oh, scorched versions weird. of lots of creatures, including like the sheep yeah, squatch all, and I think all the death claw. Have scorched versions. There's no scorched flatwoods monster. Yet. Uh, yet. 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 This is not yet a thing. Yeah, I, I wonder. I have to wonder what that means. Uh, <laughs> Aperture has gotten his own tinfoil hat going here. That's going to protect you from uh, rays from the moon or something. I don't know. 
All right. Nunamur, let's go back to you. Okay. Um, yeah. It, since I've had theories about the aliens for since 1997, um, I also hope that it's never fully answered. I like that being a question of the Fallout universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that this new content, you know, if it does answer it, I hope it does it in a, satis- a satisfactory way, of course. Um, but I love ambiguity, good ambiguity in storytelling. And the fact that people can have so many different theories about who who dropped the bomb first, who, you know, launched the, the nukes first, you know, who who's to blame, who's not to blame, whatever, you know, it, it, however you look at it. But, um, you know, I, I, I like having that mystery. So, and if it's ever revealed that it wasn't the aliens, I'm more than happy, you know, to adjust. And I also have sub theories too. It's not pure alien theories, but, you know, I, I do kind of, kind of hope that's left, uh, left unanswered. I, I'd like to have some unanswered questions in, in the fallout lore. Yeah, I think that's uh, mystery is very important to these kinds of stories. And the reveal is never as satisfying as the mystery. Um, you look at I mean, you look at like X-Files, right? Like X-Files was at its best in like the first three or four or five seasons. But once it gets further along and you're like, OK, these are, we are we know these things are going on. It's like, OK, well, now we now we know what's going on. And, and it, you kind of it loses some of that gravitas. Laney? The movies smack, though. The movies smack. I've I've saw the first oh, yeah. movie in the theater when it came out. I don't know that I saw the second one. I don't think I saw the second one, but that one's more recent, right? It came out what like nine years ago or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah. Aperture now has a uh, tinfoil hat on his uh, bobblehead, his little vault boy bobblehead on his <laughs> in his truck on his dashboard. That's great. All right, guys. Well, here let's final final question for you. Final question. If they were to include some sort of never before seen alien item in the game, whether it's a weapon or a piece of armor or a gadget that does something, what would you come up with? What would you be like? Okay, this would be really cool if they had if this is a thing. Aperture? Alien turrets for your camp. Oh, you said turrets. I thought you said turds. Well, knowing the knowing the uh, the humor, uh, they'd probably have that as a decoration item. <laughs> it's a decoration or, as well, an alien toilet or, for your camp. Or how about the, okay? So it, it is a defense item, right? Yeah, it's 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 an alien defense item where it's you step onto a little block, right? Right, uh-huh. and we're we're doing tip all that time. Yeah, yeah. You step onto a little block, and boom, tractor beam sends you right up into the sky, right to the moon, and then you fall all the way back down to earth. And unless you have power yeah. armor. You're screwed. Yeah, it's just you. You're falling down, and you're just. <laughs> just the wind is blowing his hair back. Oh, and the hat flew off. Also, I like that though. <laughs> the alien turrets for your base. That would be really cool. That would be really cool. All right. Any other thoughts? Let's let's see who else has a an alien artifact or item. Unimer. How to find the unmute button? Uh, two words: laser sword. Laser, laser sword. sword, like a lightsaber, but not a lightsaber. Yeah, like um, <laughs> like the like aperture talked about it before. The little the little rod thing, the electric rod. What is that called? It's called baton. a baton. The baton, probe. the probe, baton thing, but like a full sized sword one. Would it be kind of like okay, that? Okay, so we're, we're talking legally distinct 
uh, light saber, right? Like yes. the ones you get. Yeah, it's, it's the ones you. It's the ones you get in uh, like a drugstore. And I think they should have super duper low durability too, because those things break in like two fights. That's right. They're, they're actually made out of plastic. The handle is still plastic. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like it. So it, it's that you get it as a base weapon. It's just the toy, right? But a la uh, Fallout Four, the <laughs> DLC, uh, if you do an upgrade to it, it becomes like unstoppable. It's like it becomes an actual laser weapon. Ah, yeah, yeah. You graft it onto like Grognex axe handle or something, and then all of a sudden you got like, what if it was a laser axe? What if you had like Grognex in they space? Optimus have- Prime has a laser axe. There you so. go. There you go. Like the Doom Slayer's got that cool looking laser sword that's got like the thing at the end that kind of looks like an axe. You get a laser axe in uh, New Vegas in the DLC. The um. The think tank, uh, they got wait, laser axes. Laser, Fallout laser axe. I'm going to look this up while you guys think about it. It's, uh, it's got some sciencey yeah. name. The proton axe. Um, this is it. Yeah, proton yeah, yeah, yeah. The proton axe. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a laser axe. It's got like the, it's got like the little curvature on it that maintains like a beam that goes across it. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That'd be cool. All right. All right. Any other thoughts on alien artifacts that you would want to bring back? Fire. How about since all we've seen so far are aliens that are like kind of the the human aliens, if you will, an alien animal that you can have as a pet, like an alien dog. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be awesome. What is it? What, okay, so okay, what is the is it a dog? Is it a cat? Is it a bird? Like, what is the equivalent of this? What what would it be for you? What do you want? Probably more like a cat. A cat, an alien cat. Does mm-hmm. it have fur? No, no, it's a hairless cat. It's still sure. kind of mammalian. It's like a mammalian hairless cat. Does it have like big bulbous alien eyes? Yes. Okay. All right. Does it have like antenna? Yes. Does it have ears and antenna? I'm making this up as I go. Oh, that's, that, <laughs> that's what I do most of the time. So yes. <laughs> this goes. All right. So does it have like ears and antenna? Yes. All right. Are the ears big or are they little? They're little. They're little, little ears. How big is the animal? Yes. Is it like, is it like cat Small. sized? It's like cat sized. Um, yes. Yes, I think so. It'd really be more decorative just to kind of hang out at your camp. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know what I would add to this one? The one thing I would add to it is like, it looks super cute. It's a little hairless, kind of cute little cat guy, right? With like little, little antenna. His head is Hang way on, bigger. I think where you're going with this, I think I saw it in a movie. <laughs> his head is like way bigger than his body. Like he's kind of like a Pokemon, right? Like a big mm-hmm. head, little body. But then if somebody attacks your camp, he gets really mad. And when he growls, it's like there's a million teeth. And it's like, Arr! and then you're like, oh no. Yeah, that's, that's what I, I think want. My kid is a stuffed animal that looks like that. Yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah, I was, looking, I, was looking, I was looking for a toy of Stitch here, but yeah, yeah kind of like Stitch. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah. I don't know where it'd be. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Lainey? <laughs> I got a thumbs up from Nunamur on that one. I've been looking at uh, alien tech that we've seen in Fallout, and one of the ones that caught my eye, one of the things that we've seen in the past, let me see what what this is in Fallout three um one of the things you find in mothership zeta that you can use to heal when you're getting through the ship oh yeah is alien biogel yeah so there could be some chem related things that we could get from the aliens as well 
which is a fun idea. Um, but yeah. 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 There's actually a lot more tech on here than I, I thought. Way more weapons than I assumed, right? We talked about. Maybe we need to do an episode on this else. and go through like yeah. all the alien tech that has been in Fallout. Because this is one of those things. Like we've talked about aliens a lot, but I haven't gone back and like I, I forgot about the biogel. That that is totally Ooh. a thing. You know how we have um the archways we can walk through to get rid of radiation. Mm-hmm. The aliens have one that heals you. Mm. Interesting connection. Have one of those for your there, for your camp. A lot. Yeah, yeah, going on here. That'd be cool. This is cool. Very cool. Yeah, we're gonna have to dig into that <laughs> stuff. Let's let's put that on the list of things to to dive into in the future. All right, saber or pie, pie man. You guys have any thoughts on alien stuff? Saber. We'll do pie yes. man last. Yes, yeah, I want I want a lot more camp stuff. I just want more camps <laughs> so that I can build a uh, so I can expand my uh, Krypton cabin to now have an alien themed hotel. Mm. Alien hotel. <laughs> Is it going to look like you're on a flying saucer? Is that like your, your room looks like a flying saucer or something? Well, no, I I was one thing I really specifically want is I want crashed crashed spaceship building camp stuff. Ooh. I just want a litter yard with it. <laughs> yeah, I got that. Okay. I like that. I like that idea. Like like what they did with the airplanes and stuff for um for recently like I a couple months ago, yeah. I think maybe we yeah, the defensive, uh, there's like a bundle where they've got like the, the broken down airplane and a bunker and some other stuff, right? That one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. All right, Pie Man, do you have any thoughts on this? What kind of alien thing do you do you want? I don't know if Pie Man's going to be able to talk. It looks like you're muted. I don't know if you can hear us. Well, if you have an idea, Pie Man, feel free to chime in with it. Um, so if I was to add something from aliens to kind of wrap this up, I would add a... Uh, you know, you know, in the in the mothership Zeta where you are in there and you find like the rooms where they've been like operating on people and researching on them. And you've got like the beds and the, the tech and the weird stuff. I want a, I want a room like that for my camp where you like you're like coming into my camp and they're like, oh, my God, what have you been doing in here? And you've got like the tray of weird tools and you've got like the like the sterilized, you know, like metal bed and it looks like a, a doctor's office but it's all like alien tech <laughs> that's that's what i want i want one of those everyone's shaking their head they're saying no i'm i've done a lot of i've had a lot of really good ideas this episode guys and you keep on shaking your heads no at me i don't know what's going on um aperture and saber both are raising their hands i don't know who was first who was first saber were you first uh i guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I bet BuddyBot would love that. Oh, BuddyBot would, yes. BuddyBot would absolutely love that. Definitely, yeah. uh, BuddyBot is not allowed to have access to that. <laughs> <laughs> BuddyBot, what if I got BuddyBot his own account and he streamed Fallout 76? I do not trust BuddyBot. I've said, I've been saying this since the very beginning. We do not trust BuddyBot. <laughs> y'all keep inviting him into your lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh man what if buddy bot was like an alien uh drone robot that would be cool well, that, would explain the, that would explain the brains yeah maybe that's part of it that would be cool like fallout team if you if you listen to this episode if you can put buddy bot in there on a on an alien spaceship that would be amazing i would love it 
I'll do the voice for you too. I can, you know, like I'll, I'll, I'll I'm sorry. I'll get BuddyBot to do some voice lines for you. You have to keep the fiction I going. <laughs> I don't. I don't trust that thing. You don't, I don't trust, trust that thing. thing. <laughs> no. Well, guys, right from the top of my tinfoil hat to the to my steel-toed boots, I don't trust that robot. Mm. Mm. All right. All right. I mean, he's not. He's not so. He's not all bad. So, guys, thank you for joining me again. This has been a really fun episode, uh, brainstorming about aliens and that kind of stuff. Let's go back through, and if you have something cool you're working on, want to share, or just want to tell people how to get a hold of you, you can do so. Um, Saber, let's. We're gonna go backwards through the list. Saber, feel free to share. What do you, What do you got going on? Uh, <laughs> uh not much. <laughs> Uh, I have uh, been busy with work, so I haven't been able to do a lot of streaming on my Twitch channel. Yeah, uh, it happens. I mean, yeah, yeah. Life happens. Life happens. Also, we'll always find a way. Um, <laughs> yep. uh, but I'm mostly hanging out in uh, Fire's Discord and uh, Neo's Pandora's Discord. Uh, cool. Mostly just relaxing. Max and relaxing all cool outside the oh, I don't remember the rest of the lines to that song um cool, man uh, shooting some b-ball outside of the school when a couple of guys are up to no good neighborhood all right um all right so pie man can you is your is your voice working again are you able to chime in ways that people can get a hold of you or things that you've got going on that you want to share I don't know. He's talking, but I don't see it like, oh, he's lighting up. I'd like to shout out. There you are. Hi. Scream. <laughs> Go for it. No one else can hear me. We can hear you. Go for it. So. So, uh, I've been listening to this, the Rocket Club, the Modus Files. Yeah. Love it. That out first. Working. Trucking. All that fun stuff. Not much else. Listening. Listen to the past episodes of the Fallout Lorecast. Find me in the Discord. I'm in Discord. You may not ask me something. You may not. I may not respond right away, but I'll get to you eventually, to be honest. Yeah, you're on the road. You're busy. Yeah, same yeah. as Aperture. Yep, yep. Oh, dude, I know. Well, awesome, dude. I'm glad you're enjoying the most files. Yeah, um, we've got a bunch of really great shows on the Rocket Club and they've been putting out episodes and there's a lot of Fallout stuff, too. So go check out check out all of those shows. They're they're awesome. Fires fires one of them as well. And speaking of fire, she has to wait because she's alphabetically after Nunamur. Nunamur. <laughs> uh, well, I've been uh, real busy uh, with streaming. I've been doing a lot of that lately and um, recently did another mini charity um, run um, for uh, making a get, trying to get some money together, raising um, and raising awareness for Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders nice. uh, with the recent, uh, you know, violent acts against them. So, um, and recent violence in in the news again. So, you know, and try to take care of each other out there, try to treat people with love and compassion and kindness and empathy and all that good stuff. And, um, you know, if, if that's something you're interested in learning more about, 
uh, definitely reach out and I can get you uh, get you in the right direction. Um, but yeah, just really been in, enjoying streaming. I'm on Discord a lot more now. So uh, if anyone wants to have a chat with me, just reach out, uh, Nunamur, on Discord and uh, Twitch and uh, Twitter. Awesome. Yeah, that's a wonderful cause. That's awesome that you're doing that. All right, fire. What do you got going on? Yeah. All sorts of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Very busy. Yeah. Uh, so podcast, that's uh, that's going really well. Um, I'm a little late on this week's episode because of timing, but uh, that'll be out very soon. Um, it's on uh, <clears throat> how art fits into the stories of games and how that sets the mood and the theme. And uh, so talk to a, a person who works in that industry. I think this can be really good. Oh, cool. Um, and then... Um, uh, the stream. Uh, let's see. I just hit 500 followers, so we're gonna have a party on Thursday, uh, eight hours. <laughs> I'm Hundo. There'll be giveaways. Come by, say hi. <laughs> Sweet. Congratulations. So yeah, so I'm all over the place. Firewriter, just uh, type it in, see what pops up. I guess. <laughs> let's, let's see that Firewriter. Let's see that Firewriter. Oh God! Now I'm afraid. I never. I haven't googled um, myself. <laughs> Uh, your MySpace page shows up here for some reason. Oh, yeah. Well, that explains a lot. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Wouldn't that be amazing, though? <laughs> what if I was just like, wait a minute. There's a, why is Google put your MySpace? It's not, you haven't updated it since 2006? But, <laughs> like, um, I've been busy doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was your song on your MySpace? Oh, I wouldn't have chosen that. Tom, do you honestly expect half these children to know what MySpace is? They've heard of it. They've heard of it. What children are you talking about? It echoes in the halls of school. (laughs) It is it is that shadow that follows them through to their Instagram page. Um, Aperture, what do you what do you got for us? Uh, well, if you want more of the Canuck in a big truck, you can follow me on all the social medias at Aperture underscore flash. That is Aperture like Aperture Science. Um You can, uh, I'm really trying to build my Twitter right now. I don't know why I'm trying to do that, but I am. Huh. Right. Um, yeah, you know, uh, uh, you can find me. No, oh, man, I threw off my entire spiel. Um, all the social medias and you, if I, if you got a CB radio and I'm in your area, you can h- hit me up on channel one nine. But if you really want me to get your message. And if you really want me to hear it, what you're going to need to do is you're going to need to wait till 3 a.m. And you're going to need to find your nearest abandoned drive through. It can't be a closed drive through. It has to be abandoned. Pull in, pull up to the order box, wait 35 seconds, and then order a number three special. And then send me your message. And I will respond. You're like a like a weird ghost <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's a summoning ritual awesome um <laughs> laney what do you have going on well i've taken a little bit of a streaming break i got video gamed out if that's even possible what um no i know well it turns out when you don't really play any games for two years and then you play games every day for like five months uh-huh. it, it's boom I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> it's a fun time until it isn't. <laughs> um, but no, I, I obviously I love games. I'm here. Uh, so I will be coming back soon. 
But I'm taking a little break. I've been working on some other stuff. None of it's super relevant, but it's been fun. So I'll be back soon. I'm Neos Pandora, Mm -hmm. as many of you know. And if you Google me, you can find some really terrible fan fiction I wrote like six years ago. Nice. (laughs) Sweet. That's great. Yeah, everybody, everybody should have the things they did at 14 years old available on the Internet. It would make us all feel so much better about ourselves. Oh, yeah. I'm Googling Googling that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I'm glad I grew up in a like eh, old enough when the Internet was around to kind of not make some of those mistakes. Um, Yeah. Anyway, well, I've got I've got my regular stuff going on robotsradio.net for all the different shows and things that we've got going on. The discord is where you can chime in and be part of the conversation and talk with any of us or check out all the different shows. There's a there's a channel for every show on the network, including all of the Rocket Club shows. So if you want to see what's going on with those, you will see people. We've got people joining our discord from the Rocket Club shows because they want to. They want to chat with the people who make the shows and and be part of the community. It's awesome. These guys are are doing awesome things. And if you are interested in in joining me on uh, helping you create a podcast and do that sort of thing, then you can check out the Rocket Club at robotsradio.net. And that's a fun thing I've got going on with an awesome group of people, some really, really cool creators making some really great content. And it's a it's a pleasure to be able to help people make content and be successful doing it. So thank you for those of you who are uh, signing up for that and being part of it. Um, that's what I've got going on right now. Uh, I will be back tomorrow, probably in the afternoon, playing some games with uh, my son Oliver and maybe maybe Lainey and some other people in the community. I think I've convinced Oliver to play some Fallout 76 with me. He seems very apprehensive about it. I don't think it's too scary. I think he was just bored last time. So I'm like, we need to come up with some really wacky stuff to do. And then he'll I'll be play. like, I'll join. All right. So come play with us tomorrow. Um, I'm going to I'm going to bring him in the game. Anybody else who wants to join me. All of you guys are welcome. If you're playing on a PC, we're on PC. So uh, we're just going to run around doing some wacky stuff and see what happens. Um, but yeah, that's what I've got going on. Uh, we'll have more shows coming out later this week. All the shows happen in the evenings and I stream regularly, usually afternoons, 3.30 Eastern or in the evenings sometime after nine o'clock. So uh, come hang out with all of us. We'd love to have you guys and patrons. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for supporting the show. You guys are what keep me and Lainey being able to do this. And we really, really do appreciate it. You've made so much possible for us and we can't tell you how much we thank you. Um, I, I mean, I could, but then that would be like a whole nother hour of us saying thank you. And then nobody's going to want to listen to that. So I'll just say thank you a lot. And then maybe that'll encapsulate that. I don't know. I'm going to stop rambling now. Lainey, what? Oh, you have something else? I forgot that I had like the biggest news in the world. Yes. Friends. Oh, yeah. You have, yes. What? Look at that. Hold it up. Hold it up. Hold it up. Hold it up. Hold up your bling. It looks like a like a tree branch. Hang on. Looks like a tree branch. Oh, look at that bling. Anyway. Oh. It's exciting. She's a little bit excited about it. I don't know if you can tell. I'm a little bit excited about it. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Yay. Awesome stuff. Well, guys, thank you for being here. We'll see you again. Um, Thursday, we'll be back on Thursday at our regular time again. This is Monday when we're recording this, but we'll be back on Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern with the next live show, me and Lainey, and we'll see you around. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Oh. 
To plug into everything else we're doing, check out robotsradio.net. Also, look up the Robots Radio YouTube for videos about Fallout and other things. And check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash robotsradio. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 